Hey everybody, it is Jen the Builder and Corey. And we are so happy to be here with you today at Take the Elevator. It is the beginning of September. Yes, brand new month. Brand new month already. And I don't know if you know this about me, but there is a process I go through at the beginning of the month and I use it a lot for team building. And it's the beginning of the month. What what's new? What are you looking forward to? What are you planning for? And so that opens up conversation. Again, really good for team projects and things of that nature. So, Corey, what do you have a process, any anything that you do that's different at the beginning of the month? For me, no. And I'll tell you why shortly. Um, I typically plan months in advance what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to accomplish, and how I'm going to go about doing it. So it's not a lot of at the beginning of the month, first time planning. Right, right. I know what you're saying because I'm not that way anymore for the for the New Year's Eve thing. But I know, you know, people who follow us know that we just celebrated our birthday, so it's the beginning of our New Year. Um, so for me, I've actually done a couple of new things. Do you mind if I share? Please do. All right. So. Apparently, there's a lot of people in my life who think I should have more downtime type of stuff, stuff that's not really, I guess, over the top and just easy. They they want me to do something easy. So my daughter, our daughter, Michaela, referred me to a game on my phone called Manor Cafe, and I love it. And here's why I love it. I get to decorate, which I naturally love to do. Um, you get to, and then you have to play these games or puzzles, almost like Candy Crush kind of feel, so you can get enough coins to decorate, and you get to switch it up. And so it's fun for me. It's very distressing, actually. Right. And so I did notice that that was on the computer screen a little bit ago, (laughs) so I'm sure you were uh, decompressing and relaxing. Yeah. Uh, For me... Not so much. I've been playing Angry Birds for the last 12 years, <laughs> and I haven't stopped. Yeah, we're, we're, that's, a, that's another cool way we're different. I like to experiment and experience new things, and once you found something that works, you're good with staying right there. By the way, you mentioned decompressing, and I think I'm just going to do a side note. I think that's important, especially when you're transitioning from work into recording for a podcast. It For me, it's important to have that time where this isn't work. I'm leaving that, letting that be, and I'm going to deal with that tomorrow, and this is another transition. So you have a definitive stop for yes, one event. got to have that. Gotcha. Can you imagine what this podcast would be like all runs into each other (laughs) yeah um another thing Corey, that i'm trying that's something new is we have alexas and i'm saying that very slow and low because we have one in this room right now um and we only i only use her to play music so i started looking at the different things and i don't want to overload anyone but some of my favorites number one is that i can say you know who Play the latest episode of Take the Elevator. Mm. And there it is. I actually heard that this morning. So, yeah, that was a treat. Wasn't it? Yeah. 
I actually put that on Instagram to say that, hey, this is what you can do. Another one that she does or it does is um, you ask her to help you relax. And she's really cool techniques. She mentions, you know, one at a time. And if you're ready for the next one, you just ask her for the next one. And really good stuff. I'm enjoying that. One last thing is you can ask, what is my inspirational um, action for the day? And today it was uh, around music and playing or creating a playlist on Spotify for someone in your life that might need to hear some songs to cheer them up. Especially during this time. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk about during this time a little bit later on the podcast. Awesome. So I'm going to take that challenge and create a playlist. You want to help me? Sure. All right. So um, before we take our break, I just want to remind you that we have a website called jenthebuilder.com and you are welcome to put um, any blogs there and maybe you can share with the community there on the new things that you're trying. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and you can find all the links on jenthebuilder.com. We'll be right back. Okay, Corey, you know, kids are back in school. Yeah. Some of them, most of them. And some are actually going back to the physical campus, too. So we were talking about the the games that you and I like to play during recess. We didn't grow up together, by the way, but it was interesting to hear the different games that we played. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, maybe at the same time, Corey and I played the same game. That's the romantic. (laughs) Yeah, that's extremely romantic. (laughs) But what are some games that you love to play during recess? Um, um, handball, uh, tetherball, yeah, uh, basketball, baseball, um, dodgeball. Dodgeball was one of my favorites. Yeah, but my all-time favorite, kickball. Kickball. Yeah. Oh, I loved kickball. Did you have a, a certain position you always played? I always played outfield because I like to catch the ball, if, especially if the ball went super high. and, and the ball Oh, that kinda, was you, yeah, huh? I, I love to just, you know, run yeah. out there and chase the ball down. Nice. Well, I was the pitcher who did the tricky pitches, and I tw- twist the ball in such a way so when you'd kick it, you'd, have, you'd kick a foul ball. Oh, okay. That was me. You were the, the, the tricky pitcher. Yeah. Okay. And you were the one in outfield. Yeah. Yeah, fun times. And so the kids now are at home, and, um, man, all that energy just built up. Our positive thoughts and prayers go out to parents who have kids that are doing school from home. Yeah. Power to you. That's a lot of patience, and so stay encouraged and 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 plug into support group. That's what I recommend. And take take some time off. Right. Step away. And maybe they have a video game of kickball and dodgeball. Maybe. Maybe. When we come back from this break, we're going to go a little bit into dodgeball and just see how uh, that plays a part into our current world and um, the things that we're going through today. Yeah. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. 
Okay, we are back and we've got some really important things that we just want to talk to you about. We know that one day we are going to get to hear your thoughts and we're going to talk about that too as well. So Corey, we had mentioned dodgeball, just how that game is played in our adult life. Right. So when I think about dodgeball in today's times and adult life, I think of all the things we're dealing with. We have a political explosion happening right now. We have a pandemic on our hands. Religion is, Mm. oh man, sketchy at this point. And that's the best I can say because you have, wow, I don't even want to go into that. Let's, Let's just understand what we're really up against. There's so many things and it's so... I don't even want to use the word scary. It's 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 just not real for me right now. And so I find myself in a very strange place trying to figure out how to navigate all the things we're doing, which right. segues into dodgeball. Are we catching this stuff? Are we throwing this stuff? Are we dodging it? Or are we simply avoiding it? Avoiding it meaning... Avoiding the game. Avoiding the game. We don't even want to just keep our head in the sand, stay in the bed all day. We don't want to get up. We don't want to participate. We don't even want to know what's going on. Uh, catching it, meaning, are we taking this in? Are we understanding what's happening? Are we digesting it and trying to figure it out? Not for everyone else, but just for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you can understand it for yourself, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Dodging it, you just really want to evade and stay out of harm's way. Right. You know what's happening. You see it all unfolding in front of you, but you're just really trying to avoid being in the line of fire, so to speak. Right. And you mentioned the person throwing it. Right. Um, That's complicated. Yeah. Um, let's, Let's look at that scenario. You know, we have multiple players throwing multiple things our way. And it gets very complex on many levels. How do we deal with that? Or how do we want to deal with that? Let me ask you, Jen, how are you dealing with all these different things we're, we're up against? I want to make sure I'm, I'm just listing the things uh, that I feel are coming at us. Like you mentioned, the pandemic, um, the election coming up, and you're seeing all the different points of views and of course, the news and, and all these things that they're reporting on, um, religion, you know, we talk about all the time and just kind of what I guess what I thought it was supposed to be and what it really is and, and coming to the reality of that. So I'm going to be very honest because that's what we're encouraging today, right, Corey? Just people to be real about how they're processing, where they're at. And for me, Although I hate to admit this, with all the players that you're talking about in this dodgeball game, I have the tendency to be the one just to avoid the game Mm. because it can be very overwhelming for me. I don't know how to sort it out at times. I don't know what's truth. I don't know what's a lie. I feel backed up in a corner when I really think about it. You know, um, do I have a choice in this or... And it really does feel like a game. And I think that's what frustrates me. Right. And and I'm on the opposite end of that. I'm catching everything. I'm just right. holding on to everything and, and not so much the 
the lies or the truths. Just ever, I'm trying to take it all in so I can decipher it myself because I don't want you to decipher it for me because I don't trust right. you. And, and it's not your fault that I don't trust you. It's the system's fault why I don't trust people because the system is set up for us to not trust because one end is saying something extreme here and the other end is saying something extreme there. And then the people in the middle, they don't want nothing to do with either side. So they avoid the conversation completely. And I'm bouncing from one end to the other to the middle, trying to catch it all and figure it all out myself. Yeah. So I I wonder where the majority of people are in all of this. That's what I'm concerned about. And, you know, there are a lot of conversations. I think conversations are, are getting deeper with all the stuff that's going around now. And I think people are voicing um, that they're tired of it. They're not buying into it anymore. You know, so I'm seeing more of that. And I, can I clarify what that part of it yeah. is? That's the social unrest. Or I mean, the civil unrest. Mm. That's the 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 Black Lives Matter. That's the people of color being gunned down. Everyone is saying this. This is nothing new. This is something that's always happened. We just now have cell phones to to video it and, and to be able to show the whole world what's happening. But it's not slowing down and no one's stepping up saying, this is what I'm prepared to do to end this. Because let's be honest, if anyone of importance wanted to end this, they could do it in a heartbeat. It wouldn't take any time at all. And, and I say that with confidence because I've seen other things come into effect or go out of the effect. And once that word is laid out there, it's either started right away or it ends right away. Corey, you and I have talked quite a bit about what this looks like to get more engaged uh, with our listeners. I mean, we get wonderful feedback and you guys know that we're so appreciative and we have our website. I think I put a plug in every time we're on this podcast just because we want to get to know our listeners. And so we're looking at a time where we can announce when we're going to be recording the podcast and have people call in and we just want to talk. I think what I've learned from you, Corey, is that you are a man of a wealth of knowledge and you study and you definitely study to show yourself approved. That's something that you live by. And I don't ever pretend what I know and what I don't know. And I'm able to talk to you without that feeling of judgment. And I, and that's what I want. I, we want that space where people can just talk about what it is that's going on. Because you made a good point in a conversation that we had earlier about not using your voice and what that does to the person and the people around, and the world we live in. Yes, absolutely. It, it cripples you um, mm -hmm. when you don't use your voice. I could take it to a personal place yeah. and past experiences with employers of my past mm -hmm. where wrong had been done and no one spoke up and groups of people were severely punished because one person didn't speak up. And it's scary to think that we, we are living in a time and in a world where us not speaking up and us not saying anything. Right could end in our detriment opposed sure. to our betterment. Well, what do you think about when people say, well, that it's none of my business? It's always your business. Right. We all live in this we world. We are each other's business. This is our world. How yeah. we treat each other, how we allow other people to treat each other should be our business. Absolutely. It should be. 
And and you had mentioned in a previous podcast where it becomes the norm, right? Like the not using your voice or drinking the water that they serve us, even though they've got drops of cyanide in it, it just becomes the norm. It becomes the norm, but I'm not even concerned about the norm. What I'm okay. concerned about is the numb. I'm concerned about being so dumbed down and so numb that things just don't right. affect us anymore. And that's oh, where that's, we're getting. That's good. That that's where we are now. It's more than the norm. It's about the numb. And I don't want to grow numb. I want to feel everything that and allow for those questions to come in, in the moments where I don't feel safe or I, I feel unsure instead of faking it, you know. <laughs> I heard a, a military guy tell me one time I sprung my ankle. And I mean, it, it, it was so bad that it should have been a it would have been better if it had been a break. Mm. And a military guy said, you feel that pain? And I said, yeah, I feel that pain. He said, well, yeah. that lets you know you're alive. Hey. And That's so some, sometimes you got to feel the pain to yeah. know that you're alive because if you don't, if you're numb and you don't feel anything, are you even alive? Right. And and that's crazy to me because some people are okay with just existing. Yeah. And that's how abuse begets abuse. And I just, not that you ever abused me, but this just reminds me of a time where I didn't use my voice. And so even early on in our marriage, things would upset me and I wouldn't say anything. I'd just say, oh, he, he didn't mean it like that. Instead of just ask you, what, what did you mean by that? Right. I just, oh, he didn't mean anything by that. And then something else would be said or happen. And it just became this pile of poop on top of more. And by the time it came out, it was ugly. It was mean. It was foul. You know, and that's what we don't want to happen to us, to people in our world. And just really talking about what you're going through. I, I commit right here, right now, that uh, for our listeners, for you, and for even myself, mm-hmm. and, and believe this or not, guys, I, I have conversations with myself. I, I am, You do? Yes. I'm mm-hmm. a, a big proponent of... Talking it out out. with myself first, and Mm. then I can talk it out with someone else. You don't sound so, it sounds crazy when you're talking to yourself, but it doesn't sound so crazy when you repeat it to someone else because you've heard what it sounds like. Right. So what I'm committing to is that if anyone wants to have a conversation about what's going on, the, the social unrest, the civil unrest, the political unrest... And and I'm not talking about getting into some wild conspiracy theories or or just having some bantering going back and mm-hmm. forth. I'm talking about you when you're really just trying to throw some things out there because you're dealing with a lot. You're dealing with your kids. You're dealing with your yeah. your, your back your community, your background. You're dealing yeah. with your religion and where is the church in this and what is the church representing in this for me? And yeah. and maybe you've broken away from the traditional church as I have. And decided I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to read the Bible for myself opposed to letting someone else read it to me. Because I can read. So I I should be able to get through this thing pretty good. No hurt, no harm intended. But if those are things that we need to be talking about, I'm open to that. And so I'm committing to if questions are being asked on the the website, if people want to have a conversation via 
phone call, they can call in and have a conversation, then, then I'm open to that because what I don't want is for us to wait. I mean, we're being told at this very moment that mm-hmm. there's going to be another wave of COVID mm-hmm. and that things will eventually be shut down again. If that be true, if that should happen, think about how much worse we're going to, how much worse off we're going to be if we don't have these conversations now. If we don't begin to heal what's been broken now and then go through another broken, hurtful situation. If you have just grown up to not have a voice, you can still find it. True. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, big time. Oh, man. And when you find it, I mean, just use it. I'm not going to disclose any names, but I had a team member this week and we had to change a plan and it was a pretty big change. And, you know, I was just so concerned when I heard the apologies for feeling overwhelmed with a total full plate, um, an apology because this person has kids that are, are back in school and it's a lot. And it was like almost like you feel guilty when you say I'm not resilient enough or I'm not strong enough for this. There are going to be moments of weakness and that's okay. And I don't think we should apologize for that. No, no and, and I'm glad you said that because we, don't, we shouldn't have to apologize mm-hmm. for being angry or being no. hurt or confused. We shouldn't have to apologize for being mad about what's going on in the government, yeah. what's going on in churches, what's going... There, there's a lot to be angry and upset about, and there's a lot and for hurt. us to... And, and there's a lot of hurt. Yeah. And and you brought that very good point up, Jenny. I just want to... I want to end my portion with this. Uh-huh. It broke my heart. I literally... And I don't cry about just any old thing, but I had tears in my eyes thinking about this topic that I'm about to tell you about. So when the COVID thing first happened, everyone got sent home from work. I was listening to the news and hearing that the domestic violent rate went sky high because women and men can't be in the same space Mm -hmm. for the eight hours a day. And so it it, it broke my heart to think that we're dealing with a pandemic. People are being killed. Mm -hmm. Uh, People are dying from the pandemic. And when I say people are being killed, uh, the George Floyd thing happened very shortly after we we had the stay at home. The political world is just insane to me. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody has made sense of that. And if you have, please share your share knowledge and, and wisdom so I can make sense yeah. of it. But all this stuff is happening. And then on top of that, kids are at school or mm-hmm. not at school. They're they're forced to stay home. And then you got to deal with domestic violence. Yeah. And that this is what trips me out, Corey, when people don't speak and they say, but this is what they will speak on. Well, it's none of my business. I say make it your business. It's all our business. People around us, our world is our business. Because we're going to hear about it and find out about it anyway. And then we got to do something about it. If we don't, somebody else will. And if someone would do something about it before another person is made to do something about it, Mm -hmm. you kind of help the problem before it gets too far out of hand. Yeah. And and I, I would hate to think that any man would just want to hit his wife. So if you get some help before that happens, you may save someone from domestic violence. So I'm going to end my piece, Corey, with something that you said. And I hope it just resonates and it gives us something to think about. This isn't so much about 
the norm. This is about the numb. Yeah. Do not become numb uh, to this game where things are being thrown our way constantly. Be a part of it. And as we say here on Take the Elevator, look up and let's elevate. Elevate. elevate.